So, um, it's always worth remembering, coming back to the fact that what we're really doing is we're trying to go deeper into life. Um, that's all we're doing. We're trying to deepen life, really. Um, as I emphasised at the start, it's not a spiritual life like a subject, but we're trying to deepen life. Um, whether we're in the shrine room, whether we're in the silence, whether we're doing the puja, whether we're doing the seminar, we're just trying to deepen life. Yeah. Um, so when you come to sit in the meditation room, the shrine room, you don't need to think that you're trying to do something different. You don't need a special kind of mind. You don't need um, to come in with a mind ready to meditate, as if meditation is something else. Um, all you need to do is you're coming in, and the reason you come in and the reason we leave our shoes outside is because this is our sacred place to deepen life. This is where we do it in the most direct way, because we're working directly on our mind, with our mind. But that's only so that when we go outside, we carry on deepening our life. And that deepening of our life outside, then we can bring into the shrine room. Um, that's the whole point, to deepen your life. Um, the Buddha represents the person who has most deepened their life. Excuse me. Uh, the most... Uh, he, he sort of... Perhaps the metaphor runs out, but he's gone as deep as he possibly can, except for that suggests that there's a, there's a bottom and there's no bottom. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's, however you're working with your mind, that's all you need to remember. How do I deepen my life just now? Um, and I don't deepen my life by getting frustrated with myself and thinking, oh, I'm not doing this very well, blah, blah, blah. I shouldn't be thinking, I shouldn't be getting distracted. You don't deepen your life in that way. But also you don't deepen your life by um, not taking yourself to the question, as it were, not turning up, uh, not turning up to yourself, if you see what I mean. Um, you don't deepen your life by allowing yourself just to sort of run along you have the habitual course of your more superficial mind. Very, very easy to, but you don't deepen your life in that way. Um, and this life of ours is very, very short. Um, when I was younger, people my age used to say, oh, it goes past that quickly, and you think, oh, fair, they get a grip. <laughs> and uh, it really is that short. Uh, it really is that short. Um, so there's only one thing to do, isn't there? And that is to deepen your life. And deepening your life means, firstly, uh, becoming integrated. Um, there's no deeper life without integration. Um, you can't go deeper until you're collected, until you're whole, until you're really present in your experience and bringing the whole of yourself along with you. Because if you don't do that, um, you won't be able to stick to it. Uh, you'll mean to deepen your life, but you'll keep on... But then tomorrow, you won't mean to deepen your life after all. Um, so yes, first of all, we need integration. Um, 
And then we need positivity. We need to uh, create a mind that's flexible, malleable, um, enriched, um, alive, that's positive, basically. Um, we need a mind that is big enough to deepen, if you didn't mean. It's probably better to think of uh, not being a sort of better person, but to be being a bigger person, uh, really. Um, sometimes when we get into better, it sort of creates problems. It might be better to think of just being a bigger person. And um, to go deeper in your life, you need to be bigger. You need to be weightier so that you can sink below the surface of your mind, the chattering surface of your mind, um, my mind. Um, but then we need to die. We need to um, realise that we can never really deepen self entirely. Self is a bit like um, our self is a bit like a beach ball that you're trying to push into a swimming pool. Every time you let it go, it just bops straight back to the surface again. I don't know whether you notice that in meditation. You know, you're just getting deeper into the meditation, and you just let go, and then you bop straight to the surface again. <laughs> Little bright, shiny, stripy thing on the surface again. And you say, oh god! And then you have to gradually uh, pull the, the beach ball down again. Um, so eventually, something has to go. <laughs> if you see what I mean, something has to go for you to stay down. If you see what I mean, stay down in the depths. Uh, egotism has to be seen through. I'll be saying more about this this afternoon. And we're going to try to do that again by, first of all, doing the five reflections for everyone. So in the first meditation, again, we'll try and deepen our mind by cultivating um, integration, uh, especially through body awareness and the breath. Cultivating positive emotion, um, I suggest through gladdening the heart. And then we'll do a period of the five reflections. We'll do all of that in one meditation. Um, and we're just really trying to see in the five reflections which catch us. In our order meeting last night, we were all struck by this reflection that I must be parted from whatever I love and is dear to me. Um, probably that is going to be one of the great lettings go, isn't it, to be parted from uh, all those people you love. Um, we were saying how very often people can only die when their loved ones are out of the room. It's as if we hold them back from death, if you see what I mean. Um, so um, when you do the five reflection, what catches you? Which reflection has got resonance for you? Um, and can you go into that residence more, settle into that? As I say, it's not a question of thinking more and more about it. You might keep bringing a few thoughts or you might um, just bring in someone in your mind that you will need to, be part, you will be parted from. Um, and see if you can feel being parted from all that we love and see if you can <coughs> let go into that. It's not that you're just thinking, oh no, terrible. You're just trying to think, well, that's just life. That's life. Death is in life. Um, just as the trees just let go of their leaves in winter, death is just in life. 
it's part of the round of life and we have to sort of relax into that um, our fear of it is just to do with our ignorance um, we don't really let um, in letting go actually we're reborn as we'll say later on so see if you can relax into the reflections and then we'll have our customary break uh, and see if you can carry on with that simple practice of mindfulness it's so difficult to do, remember to do isn't it, just keep remembering oops, there's my mind going off let me just come back oops, there's my mind going off let me just come back because that's how we deepen life and here we are in really quite remarkable conditions to deepen life. Um, I don't know whether you've noticed, but I've already noticed my mind revving up to when I'm back in London and all the things I need to do before I go away again. Meanwhile, my life dribbles away as I'm thinking about what all the things I need to do. And I don't even want to do those things. You know I mean? It's funny, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, when I get there, I think, oh, it was so lovely there. I want to go back to Sweden. <laughs> I'll be weeping. <laughs> you know, um, so there you go. Your mind does tend to do that. But uh, see if you just keep remembering to notice and come back. And then in the second meditation, I want to move on to spiritual rebirth. So what we're going to do, I'm going to lead us in a recollection of the Buddha. Uh, I'm going to basically read a description of the Buddha. It's actually a description the Buddha himself gave. Somebody asked him, what, what's a Buddha like? Um, you know, as you do. <laughs> and the Buddha describes a Buddha, but actually, obviously, it's a description of himself. Um, it's very delicate in that way. And... Um, you might just see whether you can... Pre- see if you can get closer to the Buddha. So um, you might imagine him, as I read, you might, uh, if you're a visual type, you might sort of imagine him, see him. Or you might just imagine that somehow he's here, he's sort of all around you, uh, an atmosphere of the Buddha. Um, As I said right early on in the White Lotus Sutra, as it, we're in a burning house, but we're the Buddha's children. So we relate, what the metaphor there is, we are related to the Buddha, right down in our blood, in our, in our cells, we're related to the Buddha. The potential that the Buddha realised is our potential. So we must be here somewhere. You see what I mean? The presence of potential is always here. You see what I mean? Um, so how do you open to him, as it were? Now you might want to do that as thinking about the Buddha, you might want to just open to the qualities of the Buddha, but how do you get closer to the potential in you that he realised? How do you feel um, the thread between you, uh, the unenlightened me, and the Buddha himself. There is always, it's always there. The very fact you're here says it's there. Um, it's the very fact you're in the shrine on this retreat means that you have a connection with the Buddha. Um, most of us just need to trust that there is that connection and uh, open to it. Um, 
activate that connection. Even when you think, oh, but I don't feel connected. When you feel, I don't feel connected, that itself is a connection. Is it what I mean? Um, it's a bit like regretting not ringing your mother. Um, yes, you should have rung your mother, but the fact that you regret it and haven't done it uh, shows that you feel connected. Is what I mean? Because it bothers you. Uh, so when you do the uh, reflection of the Buddha, you might feel, but I just don't have any contact with the Buddha. Well, that itself is a contact. Um, he must be present for you to feel that you haven't got one. <laughs> um, otherwise, it wouldn't. Re- you know, you'd be neither here, neither, neither here nor there. So that's what we're going to do this morning. We'll do. <clears throat> we'll try to, as it were, very briefly recapitulate the whole path, starting with integration, all the way up to spiritual rebirth. And then later on this afternoon, I'll say more in principle and in practice about spiritual death. Okay, so let's set ourselves up. So setting yourself up so that you can sit completely still. Just setting this intention. We're just going to have a period of time, a morning together, where we're just trying to deepen life. a technical thing, it's not a difficult thing, it's just remembering to deepen life. Act in our mind in a skill and then closing your eyes. So first of all in the first stage of this meditation, in whatever way you find most effective, most see if you can find a way of deepening your awareness of the body, cultivating this first great stage of integration. And that might be through scanning through the body like we've been doing. It might be in just focusing on aspects of the body that you feel most vividly and widening out from there. Finding your own way. And then in the second stage, exploring. Then when you feel more in touch, heart centre, gladdening the heart, bringing to mind whatever is in your life just now that you feel grateful for, that gives your life a sense of meaning, 